In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Congressman Bill Heisinger has sent a letter to Postmaster General Lewis DeJoy questioning the United States Postal Service's plans to consolidate Southwest Michigan postal operations to create a single sort and delivery center. Heisinger says the initiative is intended for post offices in the Kalamazoo area. He questions how such strategies would affect postal customers and says he wrote to DeJoy asking for more local input. Let's say, hold on, time out. We think you need to go back and do some more due diligence with these local communities and make sure that it's properly balanced between actual cost savings because the post office is fiscally and economically in trouble, but making sure that it is fulfilling its mandates of service. Isaac says regional consolidation would force mail carriers to pick up mail at one specific center instead of at the local post office, causing delivery delays. He asked to join for more details on the Kalamazoo Consolidation Plan and requested a meeting. Former Congressman Fred Upton also issued these same questions before he left office. Residents in the southern portion of the Twin Cities metro area will be boiling the drinking water at least until Tuesday, according to the latest update from the St. Joseph Water Department. Big water main break has been repaired. However, testing will continue through today. It appears the earliest that an all-clear could be issued will be sometime tomorrow due to the timelines involved in the testing process. If the situation changes, for better or worse, another update will be issued by the St. Joe Water Department. Reminder, the boil water order covers water that's going to be consumed or ingested in any matter. It does not apply to laundry, bathing, or other uses that don't involve drinking the water. Governor Whitmer has signed legislation banning conversion therapy for minors in Michigan. The bill she signed last week billed on a previous executive directive to prohibit the use of state and federal funds for conversion therapy on minors. In 2021, the governor signed the directive and called on the legislature to codify a ban on conversion therapy. Speaking after the bill signing, Whitmer says she has the LGBTQ community's back. As a proud, lifelong ally, I was proud to get this done. Here in Michigan, we will fight for your freedom to be who you are and live as your authentic self. Conversion therapy, also known as reparative therapy, refers to any intervention that attempts to change an individual's sexual orientation or gender identity. Statistics from the Trevor Project, a nonprofit dedicated to LGBTQ plus suicide prevention, Estimate 5% of Michigan's LGBTQ youth have reported being subjected to conversion therapy as of 2022. In the same study, another 10% reported being threatened with the possibility of conversion therapy. Whipper said the therapies are abusive, anti-medicine, and anti-choice. A Mount Morris high school teacher charged with smuggling drugs inmates in the Genesee County Jail says she did it due to low self-esteem. That's according to Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson, who says Meredith Ann Lair was part of Ignite, an educational program for inmates. But instead of giving them lessons, Swanson says the 54-year-old teacher was supplying inmates with drugs and cash and even a cell phone. She smuggled in a cell phone to the jail floor so she could call the phone from the outside and have phone sex with the inmates. Of those 357 calls, God only knows how many times she did that. But I do know this phone that was found in a mattress in one of the cells on 5B. This is how she communicated when she wasn't here. It's when she was home with her family. He says she was caught on surveillance footage engaging in drug deals with three inmates. She's been charged with three felonies and faces decades in prison. There's a new mural on the side of a building in Three Oaks. Painted on the side of Sweet on Elm, a new candy and ice cream store at 15 North Elm Street, is a depiction of a cabinet full of old-fashioned candy jars. Edwardsburg-based artist Chris Stankowitz spent 56 days creating the mural after being contacted by the shop's owner, Colleen Fralick. 
Sekowitz has previously worked on about 100 murals, many in South Bend, and tells us the shop gave him free license to choose a concept. He presented three proposals and went with the candy cabinet. Just a simple cabinet of candy that just kind of puts it on display. Everybody gets happy when they see the candy store scene in Willy Wonka. That, like, old-fashioned candy and childlike delight that you get when you see really bright, colorful candy. Sackowitz says it was a pleasure to work in Three Oaks, the first Southwest Michigan committee, in which he's painted a mural. As he worked, he says people often stop by to chat with him and take pictures. He says he enjoys working on murals because they're open to the public to view without having to pay for museum admission or going to a gallery. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney.